What just be. happened? No, it's not great. That's <laughs> gonna be great. Oh god! On my end, everyone was lined up. Oh, on my oh, end. on my end, there was <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was like <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be fun to add up and post. <laughs> yeah, welcome to the show, the uh, Christmas spectacular. Even though, like. Three out of the four of us don't celebrate Christmas. No. <laughs> yeah. Kelly, do you celebrate Christmas? Hmm? Do you celebrate Christmas? I mean, kinda. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you're on the same boat. So yeah, even yeah, this is the Christmas episode, even though we're all indifferent towards Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> um Linda and I we had a conversation about Christmas um this last weekend. I was like, so are we going to like celebrate it because we're having a kid or something? And she's like, well, I mean, I'd like to, <laughs> but then like, I don't want a bunch of stuff. So it's like, we just don't like having a lot of stuff. So we're trying to figure out what we can do as a family. That's not going to be a- encompassed around like, I want this. And if you don't fucking buy it, I'm leaving you forever for good. <laughs> yeah. I said that to my parents before too. And I was a kid. <laughs> Yeah, we we just do the solstice. It's it's just easier and like yeah. n- like nothing's busy during that time. We can just like chill, do whatever we want. Every year I typically do like a big solstice party. So like I do a winter solstice party and a summer solstice party and like you like you stay up the whole night cuz it's the longest night of the year. So like party starts at sundown and like it doesn't stop until sun up. But we can't do that this year cuz of covid times. Super bummer. I typically just watch reality tv shows on the internet <laughs> and drink with my mom i'm a fucking grinch <laughs> dude sounds nice dude i'm a harsh grinch around christmas yeah so am i <laughs> like, yo you, you capitalists <laughs> i'm just Pretty a much. mess and i tr- i try to get presents for people but then i'll <laughs> end up getting them in like february <laughs> yeah that's the worst. Uh, they're getting them. My hometown is like deep in the mountains of Colorado, so like I did like work for Christmas every year growing up. Like I'd be like in the movie theater selling like rich people movie tickets. Oh, Christmas sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Summit County, Colorado. Shout out. Nine seven zero. So yeah, so this episode is also like the wrap up of season two. Because we'll be taking like a little break and then coming back with season three. Hard as fuck, boy. I'm so excited for season three. Yeah, so I guess to like close this whole year out, we're just gonna do a big encompassing episode where we get all of our talking heads here. Battle why you doing the neck thing. Oh, you could see that? <laughs> yeah. I thought only they could see me. 
How can I not see you? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Only the listeners can see you, Battle. Yeah. <laughs> that's how, yeah, that's how the media works. <laughs> we each have a case. And who wants to go first? Nose goes. No, Kelly. I what? didn't lose this time. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly, you're the last one. <laughs> I don't think so, but whatever. All right. So... My case, actually, so, I mean, I, I don't know if we have to add for context. We're recording this on Wednesday the 16th. This case happened two days ago, so Sunday morning. Ooh, Kelly hitting it with the fresh Ooh. stuff. It's like fresh yeah. powder of the season. Let's go. Oh, I had to have an and edge. Um, snow powder, so, not cocaine. Um, but, <laughs> so what happened was it... Um, this 19-year-old went to a party for Christmas. Their name was Jaheem Pugh from Pritchard, Alabama. Went to a, a party Saturday night and was there, like, obviously till early Sunday morning. I would imagine there was some altercation because he was gender non-conforming and was wearing, like, a, you know, colorful jumpsuit. And they think what happened is that, like... Maybe there was an issue with another person at the party. The person of suspects or the, the person of interest's name is James Lee James Jr. And they believe that a lot of J's. Yeah. It's quite a name. And he's a second too. Police were called at like 5:30 in the morning as Jaheem was on the ground, not moving, and had been a bit due to like shots fired. So they believe what happened is, is that it was a hate crime and they think James, yeah, shot him because he was wearing women's clothing. And um, I know they spoke to his, his mother had actually spoken on the news about it, saying that there were videos circulating, I guess, from either Sunday or Monday of people uh, watching him and saying that it happened because of what he was wearing. That's, That's so wild. Like, yeah, I've seen some men that can rock women's clothing. I'm just like, damn, like. Again, I've been watching RuPaul's Drag Race all day. I could rock it. Melinda hates yeah, having her clothes on. But so it- there, and there, there are all these. You can even look it up his name up on Facebook, and like you can see all the tributes um, that his friends and family have posted. And you, uh, like, it's sad because you can see everything on his Facebook profile picture, even pictures from that night, the oh night of God. Saturday. That's so scary. Yeah. Well, who knows? There might be like some evidence there or something that'll help them find people of interest. Yeah. That also, figure out what happened. It's 2020, about to be 2021. If you don't like people cross dressing, go fuck yourself. Keep it to yourself. Who cares? Like, who fucking cares? It's clothes, yeah. also it's fabric. Yeah. And he's probably closeted. That's probably why he did it. Because it's like, oh, he's not that confident enough to like be able to be comfortable in his own skin. So he has to. Take I don't want to shit talk Alabama, but Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> they are holding. I did see that they are holding a motorcade for him in his honor this Friday. So that's nice. Because like, yeah, he like there there is an outpouring of love on Facebook for him on his uh, timeline. So, so yeah, that's so hard for the family. Like right around the holidays too. Yeah. This is a very rough thing to deal with. And there were two others who were injured, um, but yeah, he was the only casualty. 
So it was like a drive-by, right? I don't know. There's really not a lot of details yet, unfortunately. That like, because like I said, the the they've only named the man as a person of interest, yeah. not even a suspect. So, hmm. huh? We're off to a great start, guys. Happy holidays. Yeah, but All maybe right. this true, will but- give it more attention. You know. Yeah, that's true. Absolutely. All right, so out of the three of us, nose goes. Yeah, no, Robert, that was. <laughs> well, mine is much older than two days ago. Mine comes How much from older? 1987. <laughs> so, the individual in question that this uh, series of murders focuses on is uh, Simmons Ronald, or Ronald Gene Simmons. Sorry, Simmons, comma Ronald. Ronald Gene Simmons. So he was a serviceman in the Air Force and Navy, but he was let go for uh, a dishonorable discharge, I believe. And when he came back to the States, he worked a string of low-paying jobs as he kind of settled down and had a series of children, up to seven children towards the end. And all of this kind of is just to set it up for the Events that started on December 18th, 1987. Almost uh, he... my birthday. Oh, man. <laughs> this one's for you then, I guess. <laughs> yeah, this is my birth week, by the way. <laughs> so he worked at a Sinclair Mini Mart at the time, uh, but he was fired from several jobs before that for sexual harassment. And then once he got to the Mini Mart, he ended up mysteriously quitting on December 18th, 1987. Then four days later, on December 22nd, he commits his first murder. So the maybe quitting his job was him starting to gear up towards this string of murders. He bludgeoned and shot his wife that night, December 22nd. Oh, shit. Uh, and because at this point he had, you know, his children were visiting, uh, also shot his visiting son, who was 29 at the time, then strangled his three-year-old granddaughter. Oh, no. So all three bodies were then later found in a pit that they had buried in the backyard that they were creating a latrine allegedly for. So he had this pit set up for months ahead of time. Found that oh, three so he, bodies. He was conveniently making a latrine. Right. He happened to have a pit in his backyard. He had just yeah. quit his job. You don't do a mass murder and just happen to have a pit in your yard. Right. So on that same day, his other some of his other children were dropped off by the school bus. Their ages were 17, 14, 11, and 8. And then they were all four were murdered. We don't really know the timeline because they were so close together. But they were separated and killed individually by either strangulation or he drowned them in a rain barrel. What? Fuck. And then they were also put into the hole in the backyard. So the did older he just, children... Did, did, they just, did he just cover the hole? Or like, was it just a hole? It was just a hole when it was discovered. So, and well, we're not done yet. So the older Simmons children who, you know, they had, they had grown up at this point, um, had been invited to the Simmons home on December 26th for like, like after Christmas dinner. So 23-year-old William Simmons, his 21-year-old wife, and their two-month-old son were all murdered as well. And he murdered them at the dining room table and then covered them with like their coats to cover up their bodies. But the 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 twenty month old son he put in the trunk of the Simmons's uh, car, 
And then after that, Simmons's 24-year-old daughter uh, and her husband, with their child, seven years old, came to the house, and he shot them. And put them on the dining room table, covered them with the tablecloth. The father from that family was strangled, he wasn't shot, and placed into the trunk of yet another parked car. So he's filled a hole in his backyard, he's filled his dining room, he's filled the trunks of two cars with dead bodies. And, and this is all that, in a span of how long? So that was December 18th to December 26th. Wow. I, where was this located again? Uh, this was in Arkansas. So it's the city. Cold in Arkansas? Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, sure. I mean, below freezing, probably around late December. So it was probably imagine. easy for him to hide the bodies, too, because it probably wasn't smelling. Yeah. Or the decomposition it was taking a lot longer. Both of the ones outside. Outside, yeah. Unless he wasn't using, like, the AC inside or the heating inside. Oh. Uh, so later the same day that he had killed daughter, her wife, and their child... Uh, he drove to Russellville, where he stopped at a Sears store and picked up Christmas gifts that had been ordered but not made it in before the holiday. He then drove to a private club in Russellville and then went back home. So he's just going about everyday business. He went, picked up, you know, packages from Sears, went to a club, and then went back to the home that is currently filled with bodies. How do you live like that? I want to understand. I mean, I mean if- how do you kill a person? If anyone yeah. shops at Sears, they're already a suspect to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, this was also the, what, the 80s? I feel like, like Sears was 87. bigger back I then. I Sears one. Roebuck? <laughs> yeah. It was still called well, Sears Roebuck when he was shopping there. Let's buy a house from Sears, because you could do that and, and build it yourself. And we're still not done yet. So, <laughs> following Monday, December 28th, he drives his car, or he drives the car that belonged to his son, uh, to Russellville again. He purchases a second gun from Walmart. Shout out Walmart. Not 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 sponsored. Uh, <laughs> also not Sears. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, and he drives to the Peel, Eddie, and Gibson's loft. After entering the bu- building, Simmons shot and killed the receptionist, Kathy Gribbins. Next went to the Taylor Oil Company, where he shot and wounded Russell Taylor, the owner of the Sinclair Mini Mart that he had worked at. And then he shot and killed J.D. Chaffin, a fireman and part-time truck driver for Taylor Oil. Simmons shot and missed another employee before exiting the building. Simmons then went to the Sinclair Mini Mart, where he had previously quit, where he then shot another person, Roberta Woolery and David Salary. His last stop was at the Woodline Motor Freight Company, uh, Simmons located his former supervisor, because he had worked there at one time, Joyce Butts, and wounded her in the head and chest. He then took worker Vicki Jackson at gunpoint into the computer office and advised her to call the police. Simmons allegedly told Jackson, I have come to do what I wanted to do. It's all over now. I've gotten everybody who hurt me. Or who wanted to hurt me. And then he surrendered himself to the Russellville police when they arrived. So he, eventually he was sent to Arkansas, Arkansas State Hospital in Little Rock for a competency evaluation by staff. He was deemed capable to stand trial and was appointed uh, John Harris by the court to represent him. He was eventually given the lethal injection death sentence, uh, plus 147 years, and was refused all rights to appeal. He was eventually uh, found guilty of 14 counts of capital murder in the death of his family members on February 10th, 1989. 14 murders in the course of like 
10 days. And they were all like, how did people life. not know that, like, oh, so and so's missing? Oh, so and so's also missing. <laughs> I think part of it was it was around the holidays. Yeah. You know, everybody's oh, like yeah. busy with their own families. They're like, oh, they're just out of town. I think they they left Russellville to go see their family or something. <laughs> I and love then, when your accent turns into like a. <laughs> 20s like old, old, yeah. old transatlantic <laughs> like a newsy 14 bodies found just outside Russellville <laughs> like did he, did he not have neighbors because he was shooting several people in his home I was like I would assume but, someone I mean around Fireworks. the year oh, yeah. people right. shoot guns all the time I mean, it's Arkansas too so no would that be like is that a spree killing or a mass murder uh, spree killing I think it's considered yeah, because I think it's, like, within the span of, like, yeah, a couple it, it's weeks. Over, uh, yeah, of course, like, a few days. It was 14 people. I think it was all at once mass murder. Yeah. Um, I can't but. get over, like, I know, like, obviously it's all terrible, but, like, him saying, like, well, I've I've killed everyone who hurt me. Sir, you yes. killed a baby. A baby. So yeah, baby I don't think a baby hurt you. Mm-hmm. Is it, it ain't that, whatever, it, he, may, he may have thrown up on you, but it ain't that deep, sir. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's just crazy to me. Like, he didn't seem like he was remorseful, or with the comment like that. No. And then thinking, no. that's like a, that's a, I thought it, that exact this exact thing things like. It was like a matter of people fact. that hurt you. Like, did you not want a grandbaby, but then you had kids? Like, I think right. he had to he had to be planning this for like a minute now, because a whole giant right. hole in the backyard. It's yeah. a lot. Right. And I mean. He also tried to do the insanity plea. Like, they sent him to the state hospital to see if he could stand trial. You clearly had an idea about what you were doing. If this happens over the course of, like, days, you can't... Yeah. yeah. You didn't have a moment of insanity that lasted a week straight. Yeah. A moment of insanity where you dug an entire, like, pit in your backyard. Like, that's plenty of time for reflection. (laughs) (laughs) That's plenty of time to be like, you know what, should I... Maybe I shouldn't do this. <laughs> so uh, it, he was eventually put to death in the 90s, and uh, no family members claimed his body. Oh. Just, well, I just don't... throw him in a highway. Because none of them were left. Like, that's <laughs> yeah. right. <laughs> that is the, uh, So yeah, he was just given what's called a pauper's plot at uh, Lincoln Memorial Lawn in uh, Lincoln County. They have she go spit there. on it. Oh, that's kind of nice, though. Like, if I, if I die and I'm buried, I wouldn't mind, like, a band playing. I was joking. Down, you know? Like, oh, shit. Because he said a lawn, like, <laughs> like, I got lawn seats. <laughs> I'd like people to play on top of my body. Yeah, I, I mean, that, that would honestly be some pretty cool merch. Just be like, lawn seats to the end. And it's just like a <laughs> bunch of, like, skeletons in their graves, like, <laughs> rocking like out. <laughs> yeah. See, I want to be shot out of, um,. A t-shirt cannon. That's that's what, yeah. those are my plans. <laughs> t-shirt like, cannon. Like like wait, like like whole or into people. Like, <laughs> I don't whole. know. I wanna be surprised. <laughs> just like, like mix the confetti with like some like ash from the cream. No, like just, just her full body like a fetal position. <laughs> <laughs> shoots up. Like oh. a basted turkey just shooting out of it. <laughs> <laughs> the, the rapper George Watsky, he said, uh, I want to be made into clam chowder, and then I want you to go feed me to the seagulls down at the pier. So they just, like, spread your body over that's the some, ocean. That's, 
that's some New Jersey shit. <laughs> that's, like, that's the most New Jersey thing I ever you, heard in my life. San Francisco, so yeah. <laughs> out of the Bay. God damn it. <laughs> These Bay folk, they hit different. And on that awful note, we'll take a small break. And we're back. See how fast that break was? <laughs> quick. All right, <laughs> quick. So quick. Okay, battle. Nose goes. Oh, you want me to go next? Oh. oh, I was giving you a fair shot. Okay. You want me yeah, to go next? Lost, like, Mine, go. Uh, how long is yours? Uh, About six. I just uh, got <laughs> six. What? What units are you using, sir? It's just about six. six. Just six. <laughs> just six. Um, I just got your invite to the get vocal thing right now. Of course you did. <laughs> oh, you all I also it. just got it. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Hey, everyone. I'm sorry oh for all these distractions. Um, oh, so did I. I said I, mean, I said it already. <laughs> awesome. I, I don't think everyone knows exactly what happened to me. So if you don't oh, mind, yeah. I'm going to... Let everyone know. Sorry, I've been gone, but we got to hear Robert's lovely voice, which is so tones. nice. You have a good talking voice. Thank you. So anyways, I got an ear infection and then it turned into a virus in my ear and it is shingles. So today I'm Larry the Shingle Guy. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Wait, is it? Wait, 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 wait. Isn't shingles like herpes, right? Shingles like herpes is like your spot. It's related to, yeah. It's, yeah. So. But so is. If you get. Um, chick, if you've had chicken pox, you can get shingles. And typically, shingles only affects people over the age of 50. And they were just like, uh, this is just bad luck for you. And I'm like, what? I'm like, oh, you could lose your hearing. And I'm just like, what? And I'm crying and I'm dizzy. And I've been extremely sick. So I have been feeling like I've been drunk for the last two weeks. Hell I still, yeah. no, it's terrible. I actually have told Melinda, I don't ever want to drink again. And it's not because it's because of the, of drinking. It's because of shingles. Like shingles suck. It sucks. But, but anyways, I hope any, everyone is doing well because I am now doing much better. And I hope you enjoy my next case, because it's going to be a fun one. I like the fun ones. It took place 28 years ago in Dayton, Ohio. And this is when a six-person killing spree changed this city. Over three days, a group of four people went around killing during the holidays in 1992. Marvelius Keene, Heather Matthews, Demarcus Smith, and Laura Taylor, Laura Taylor embarked on these killings, which were later called the Downtown Posse Murders. That's such a throw snappy name. Yes, I would say I actually almost did this one. This is a great one. It is. <laughs> it's wild. That's why I was asking. Did anyone cover this? So the names of the victims are Joseph Wilkinson, Danita Gallette, Richmond Maddox. Sarah Abram, Wendy Catrill, and Marvin Washington. Because of the natures of these killings and how they happen, I'm just going to jump straight into how everything was done. And let's just get say, yes, let's get into it. Because 
these killing these killing killings these killings happened because of Laura Taylor. Laura Taylor, she was almost like the hype person for the group, and she said before they actually started, and I quote, "Let's get some drama started in our lives." Oh no! <laughs> oh yeah! Sounds like. She was awful re- CW show. <laughs> yes, let's get some drama to start our lives. And here we go. Because on December 24th of 1992, this is when they first killed. And according to media.com, the idea was to kill this person named Joseph Wilkinson, Wilkerson, in a way that was kind of fucked up. What they did was seduce him into an orgy in exchange for money. Wait, how old were these girls again? They were pretty young. I didn't type down their age, but hold on. I have it pulled up. I wouldn't know if they need to feel bad for this man or not. Yeah, I was going to say, if they're like 16, 17, I'm, Shame I might you have to it. look the other way. Yeah. <laughs> that might be a mulligan. <laughs> Laura was 16. No. So, and Heather was 20. Okay, but who was? You said Laura was the ringleader. Laura was kind of like the ringleader. She was the hype person. Mm. And have a feeling bad for this man. Joseph Joseph was pretty nasty because he well not pretty nasty he was fucking disgusting because he is thirty four who agreed to having sex an orgy with a sixteen year old and a. Sorry to this man. (laughs) Well, he agreed to it. He agreed to it, and when they got to his house, they tied him to his bed with electrical wires. And this is when Marvelius, I don't know how to say his name. We'll call him Keen. His last name is Keen. This is when Keen pointed a 32 caliber Derringer at Wilkinson and pulled the trigger, shooting him in the chest. And then Laura grabs another gun, a 25 caliber gun, and shoots Wilkerson in his head. And after murdering him, they proceeded to like destroy his house and partying and looking for things to steal and they end up stealing his vehicle to hunt more people that was their they first leave fingerprints everywhere bro it gets worse their next victim was Danita Gillette and according to the Dayton Daily Daily News Danita was a senior at, at high school and a mother of a two-year-old and was a complete stranger to these people and the reading hmm reason she was murdered was fucking disgusting. Apparently she was murdered because she was wearing Fila tennis shoes. Oof. That was the reason they murdered her. And there was like nothing more unsettling than a stranger commenting about your shoes. Uh, yeah. There's nothing that like makes me like just get anxious so quick that like when I like go to the gas station or something and like somebody rolls up and they're just like hey, what kind of shoes you got? And I'm like, oh, uh, <laughs> somewhere else. So- so I was I was giving blood like last week and I'm in there, you know, giving my plasma and this dude next to me was like, Hey dog, nice boots. But he said it like <laughs> and he said he said it like in a tone whereas I didn't know if it was like an insult or a compliment. So I was just like, Thank thanks. <laughs> like, I don't know what it you can compliment my jacket, you can compliment anything about me, but as soon as you just compliment my, my shoes, shoes I I know I'm about to be robbed. I don't Or roasted. You're either getting robbed or roasted. Yes. So both people's shoes off. <laughs> <laughs> you sweet angel. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. Don't compliment Robert's shoes. Note taken. Please don't. 
We find like just get oh, scared. Nice, nice shoes. You've got some nice shoes. So, like Wilkerson, she was gunned down while using a cell phone. Another person was added to this group, and his name was Demarcus Smith. And I don't understand why he was added, but he was added to the group. What I do know is that they ended up shooting Danita five times and then left her there to, to die. Not only did they leave her there to die, but they also took her coat, her shoes, and her backpack from her lifeless body. Eventually, they made it back to Wilker Wilkerson's house where they stayed the night. Thirsty for mo more blood, they decide to try to kill Matthew's ex-boyfriend named Jeffrey Wright. S and Smith ended up shooting Jeffrey four times in the leg, but Jeffrey was able to get away and he survived. He escaped them. The next victim was Laura's ex-boyfriend. His name was Richard Maddox. Laura was able to convince him to meet up with her and leave his parents' house. So... Richard picks up Laura and they go for a drive. While they're driving, Richard notices that there's a car uh, falling behind them, like trailing them. So he decides to do what anyone would naturally do and fucking be like, really hard. Uh, no, I'm more like, I think someone's following, let's go this way. And I start going down all these random roads to verify that they're following me. And once they do that, I will fucking like pour the gas. But that's just me. I'm super paranoid. Uh, yes. Quick story. I got followed home this one time and like I was doing that like doing crazy shit and this person was just like matching me So I like go into my apartment complex and I like Go to this roundabout and I like go to leave the apartment complex again Because I'm not gonna show you where I live and they like turn around in the roundabout and they keep following me I'm like, oh shit. Well, I guess I'm gonna go to like a grocery store parking lot or something like public uh, and I like am stopped at the stoplight and they like ride up right on my ass like behind me and I look in the rearview mirror and I see my roommates laughing. <laughs> <laughs> so so I had a situation where I was getting followed by somebody and I was in like going to my house and I noticed that he was following me. So I just like smashed on the brakes and I like, pulled over and got out of my car. I was like, what's up? And this dude gets out. No, what? Because he was like, he was like right on my ass. I was mad. I was just angry. So I was like, I'm gonna fucking fight. I don't care. I I really don't care. And I got out, and a dude thought I was somebody else, one of his friends. And he was like, I'm supposed to be following my friend home. Oh. Got the same car. I'm sorry. <laughs> Please don't get out of the car and fight people. <laughs> if you're following me, I'm going to confront you. <laughs> I don't want Battle and I have to cover your death. That'd be so weird. <laughs> so Andre was being fucking crazy and gets out of the car and gets killed because he wants to fight someone. I got him. a bat ready. <laughs> <laughs> Always prepare. So, Richard starts driving a little faster and tries to evade them. And while he's trying to get away from them, Laura pulls out that derringer that she has and puts it up to his forehead and shoots him. He dies instantly, and as the car was about to crash, Laura jumps out of the moving vehicle and the car crashes. This dude's pronounced dead at the scene. The killers rest on Christmas Day after this murder. However, December 26th of 1992, they pick back up, and they pick back up by killing a mother of three named Sarah Abrams. Sarah, at the time, was at a local grocery store, and Taylor walks into the store just to scope out the place to make sure it's good, you know? Once the scene, once the scene seems safe, keen, 
and Smith walk into the grocery store while at the register paying for her stuff, Sarah was shot in the back of the head twice by by Keen. Unfortunately, Sarah, she didn't die that day. She died actually five days later in the hospital. And a person in the store was also shot and was shot in the hand and in the stomach, but they survived. And also they got $44 out of it. That's what they did. They were trying to steal a bunch of money, but they were getting shit. So as they were pretty much, they got, I think $44, 50 cents, a jacket, a backpack, a pair of shoes, a car, and then a house. But as they were driving around Dayton, switching license plates to stay, stay out of trouble, paranoia starts to grow within the group. They start to, they started to think that'll happen some of the people at two of the people in their group would turn on them because there was six of them and it went down to four and this is where wendy cottrell and marvin washington were killed so they went they went and picked up picked them up after they gotten beer and alcohol like different alcoholic drinks and during the drive when they had them in the car keen steps kept saying he needed to go pee and eventually they pulled over into this gravel yard gravel yard so he could pee and that was when smith ordered cottrell and washington to get out of the vehicle so they smith ordered them to get out of the vehicle and that's when keen shot like took them behind this dirt mound and executed both of them leaving their bodies they weren't found until after they were arrested Another person could have been the seventh victim actually was able to flee and escape them. She was held at gunpoint for her car and she was like, fuck this, I'm leaving and dips out. And the car was eventually reported stolen. So the police was out looking for this vehicle and eventually they found it. They found them in the car and ran the plates, but the plates didn't come back registered to the type of car that they had stolen, which was like a like a Dodge, some Dodge sedan. That's, that's when they eventually closed in on the vehicle that they had. Smith was the only one that actually ran while the other others were taken into custody. Of course, you know, the law got them and I'll let you know what happens right now because Heather Matthews is currently serving a life sentence at Marysville in Ohio, it's like a reformatory for women. Demarcus Smith is serving a life sentence at Mansfield Correctional Institute. Laura Taylor is also serving a life sentence at Ohio Reformatory for Women, and that's again in Maysville. And Keen was actually executed July 21st of 2009 by lethal injection. And get this, he had no last words. They asked him, did you have any last words? He's like, nope. What would your last words be? Oh, dude. I hope You're I on the spot right now. You. No, this is your moment. You're about, to, you're about to get got. What's your last words? For murdering? Robert, go. Yeah, Robert, you go first. Fair play. Take me out. Last words. Uh, I should have had the salmon. I don't know. <laughs> it's the only thing I... Battle, last words. I'd probably be crying, to be honest with you. And <laughs> feeling really bad. <laughs> like, like, I don't know. I would just be crying. I would just... Die. Yeah, same. Uh, I would just sing the Drake and Josh theme song. Like, oh, die, right? You would immediately end up on like a murderer <laughs> trivia. 
What murderer <laughs> sang Nickelodeon's Drake and Josh <laughs> intro? I never thought that it'd be so simple. Oh, Found a way. Found a way. Have you seen Josh Peck's child and wife? Beautiful family. No. They're adorable. I didn't. Oh, yeah, they're adorable. Okay, so if you get the... Yeah, he really long bottom. Oh, huh? yeah. Hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, so I'll go on to my case and wrap it all up. So mine is it. I, I'm, it pissed me off. So I'm oh, <laughs> curious no. to see how you guys react to it. So my case is about the fatal shooting of not one but two people of color by the hands of police officers. So now on December 26, 2015, at around like 4 a.m., Chicago police officer Robert Rolamo and his partner were working in Austin and it got dispatched to West Erie Street in response to not one but four quests to for, for urgent assistance in like a domestic violence case. So they really didn't get much information from the calls other than like a man who said he's a father of this kid. What well, not kid, like a nineteen year old boy that the boy was like getting violent and getting angry and he just needed help de-escalating the situation. And calming me sundown. Now, unbeknownst to the officers arriving, the 19-year-old kid, Quintonio, he had a history of like mental health issues and behavioral issues, and he just had a lot of issues with police and like violent manners. So that'll come into effect later. And I actually I'll give you a little backstory on, on him too. So he's 19 years old. He was born in Chicago and raised by a foster mother who's one of five. Just always had issues with his biological father and his family. He went to University of Illinois to be an engineer for a little bit. But then after a couple months, dropped out just due to issues he was having. And he had a series of arrests from like obstruction, uh, taking a firearm from an officer, like drugs. Like he just had a rough time and a shitty life and was prone to acting out. So on December 26th, what played out is something that played out over and over again with him and his father. He was getting violent. The father was trying to calm him down and realize that he needed help from police. So when officers get there, they approach his father at the residence in Chicago and they met him at the front door, rang the doorbell while his partner was standing back. This is like security. Now they live in like an apartment complex. So like it's like a duplex. So there's an apartment at the bottom and then one at the top and then like the main entry like door so they knocked on that door and the neighbor a 55 year old woman came out to greet them open the door like that and the dad also came out to greet the police now they said that Quentin well sorry Quintonio was heard coming from upstairs like he opened the upstairs door and started coming downstairs to confront his dad and the police officers they said that he was running down the stairs with a uh, aluminum metal baseball bat and was threatening the officers to like back up and then that's when they obviously stepped in to engage him so the officer said the Laguerre came in with the metal bat raised above his head to swing it down inside the officers and that's kind of when they leaped into action and we're just pretty much dodging the bat swing left and right throughout the hallway so Officer Rolamo put out his firearm, a Luger, and shot it nine times, hitting Quintonio six, but then also hitting the 55-year-old neighbor, 
who had nothing to do with the situation, hit her twice, once in the chest, and killing her. And then Quintonio later died of his injuries too. So there are two people who got killed, and this caused like a slew of drama and like unrest and people calling for like the dismissal of these two officers, or at least the one officer who killed two people. One by accident, the other one people felt as though there should have been more done to de-escalate the situation instead of killing them. So now attorneys initially like sided with the police officers and a lot of drama, a lot of issues come up with this too because they hired an outside investigation force to help investigate the whole situation. Come to find out later that there was evidence that was not only mishandled but like wasn't given over completely. Mm. So they first initially sided with him and then sided against him and then again eventually sided back with him. It was a lot of going back and forth and the investigation was just like muddied up all around. And nothing was just done. He still had his job. He kept his job. But the 55-year-old woman, Betta Jones, her family was awarded $16 million. But officer kept his job. The attorney, district attorney stood by him. And attorney who like head over the case, he also got into more drama afterwards because he was caught drunk outside of a party <laughs> in his car, sleeping. Like all around, the, the whole case was just like muddied up back and forth. And people feel as though that Quintonio didn't, shouldn't have died. That. Yeah, as soon as you said it was it, Chicago, it was, just, it was PD, a shitty case. I, I knew it was going to get muddy. Chicago is a really interesting place with their uh, their police department has a terrible police. reputation, terrible history. <laughs> yeah, and, and like part of me can, I want to say understand why they fired because also came out into the case and in investigation is that people were asking why didn't you use your taser? Come to find out, the officer did, just didn't bring his taser with them. He left it in his car, mm. and they were like. You could have tased them and just subdued them that way. And if you tased them and did it that way, you wouldn't have also shot a 55-year-old black woman who was just opening her door to let you guys come right. in. Well, and if you're responding to like and a potentially like, violent situation, you would think that, you know, taser would definitely be on your checklist before you get out of your Maybe I should car. have that on me. Yeah. And I also think this backs up the whole sentiment why people want to have like those psychotherapists attached with police officers to help with domestic situations and help de-escalate situations because this 19 year old kid has a history of just behavioral issues so i think if he had a proper medium maybe he was able to, you know he could still be alive yeah there were those community resources there to take care of people available yeah. to him yeah it's so tough to like call because i think about that all the time on what the community has at their disposal, which there isn't a lot, and so I'm always so there's not, there's not a lot in like the right areas because like yeah. you see police stations getting tanks and shit, and it's like why are you spend the money yeah. on that? <laughs> what are, what are you going to do with well, that? And it's hard to get something yeah. to justify, you know, two hundred dollar per visit counselor or therapist for their troubled child when like they're just trying to make sure that they can make rent. Yeah, make ends meet. Yeah. It's a muddied up situation all around. Yeah. But fuck, fuck Chicago. <laughs> fuck Anthony Rolamo. <laughs> That's all I have to say. <laughs> but yeah, strong cases. Good cases all around. Great commentary. 
I was like, I think Kelly's was probably so, the one that made me like the like saddest slash maddest. Especially yeah. given that it's so fresh. Not only so fresh, but it's like something you sadly hear all the yeah. time throughout like history. Like that yeah. is just like, why is it still happening? We're people of color. <laughs> yeah. Of course it would be happening in 2020. Alabama, get it together, shit. But yeah, so this is wrapping up season two. And when we come back with season three, we got like a whole new format we're going to be working with. We got Robert coming on doing his Weird of the Week mm-hmm. cases. He's going to keep it hot and spicy. She's going to be Liddy Teddy. <laughs> <laughs> Battle, do you have anything to say? Uh, I am excited for this next season. Oh my gosh, it's almost been a year that I've been a part of Bros Murder. I think a couple more months. Two more months? Three more months? It'll be a one year anniversary. Are you going to do, we do something a special. battle only? Yeah, I think it's one about three months. Episode? I don't know. It's just going to be me breathing, talking about shingles and sicknesses as uh, getting old. Anxiety ASMR. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just going to be us stress eating Pringle. <laughs> yeah. That'd be great. Like, wait, are these vegan? <laughs> I can't eat these. Why did I do this? It's just me looking at, looking at memes at 4 a.m. Yeah. Because <laughs> I couldn't sleep. <laughs> Join my OnlyFans. And uh, you'll hear our beautiful voices again, fresh and new, like January 10th, we landed on, right, Battle? Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Stand by. <laughs> it's a loose, yeah, it's a loose, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're on uh, CPT, as Khadija likes to say. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right, later. Bye, fam. Goodbye. Bye. Oh, <laughs>